Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and this is The Great America Show. Welcome, everybody. Let's begin with Joe and Hunter Biden. As nearly everyone expected, Biden's corrupt Department of Justice delivered a sweetheart deal to Hunter Biden. But the DOJ didn't even blush. They just kept adding sugar to the deal. No jail, no penalties, and it looks like Hunter skates on every rotten criminal act that he's ever committed. Thank you, Daddy and Uncle Merrick. The evidence is piling up against President Biden. The cumulative weight of that evidence is overpowering. It would have already crushed anyone who isn't a Marxist dim or deep state operative or under their protection. And add this to that mountain of evidence. New testimony implicates the president and his son. It was released last night by House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith. Evidence that paints a new picture of how the government has protected the Biden crime family. Here's Chairman Jason Smith with that bombshell testimony. Whistleblowers claim the Biden Department of Justice is intervening and overstepping when it comes to the investigation of the president's son. Despite what whistleblowers described as a clear-cut case for tax liability on these payments, IRS investigators say they found themselves hamstrung internally. The testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence, recurring unjustified delays, unusual actions outside the normal course of any investigation, a lack of transparency across the investigation and prosecution teams, and bullying and threats from the defense counsel. This was a campaign of delay, divulge, and deny. Whistleblowers say reoccurring unjustified delays pervaded the investigation, including an authenticating a WhatsApp message in which Hunter Biden demands payment from Chinese officials, noting that his father is in the room. The whistleblowers revealed IRS investigators were told by U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf that because the evidence would be found in the guest house of former Vice President Biden, quote, there is no way, close quotes, a search warrant for evidence would ever get approved. IRS whistleblowers told this committee that crucial information about the investigation was divulged to Hunter Biden's attorneys. For example, even an investigator, investigators had probable cause to search a Northern Virginia storage unit in which Hunter Biden had stored files. Attorneys for Biden were made aware prior to any search, providing them valuable time to remove any materials that could be useful evidence. Few Americans qualify for such soft glove treatment from federal investigators. Testimony shows that U.S. Attorney of Delaware David Weiss tried to bring charges in the District of Columbia around March of 2022 and was denied. 
Weiss sought special counsel status from the DOJ in the spring of 2022 and was once again denied. Weiss sought to bring charges in the Central District of California in the fall of 2022 and had that request denied in January of 2023. The whistleblower says felony charges were initially sought for Hunter Biden after the IRS investigator read the incriminating message, a WhatsApp message that Hunter Biden sent to his Chinese employer, Henry Zhao, on July 30th of 2017. Here's the message, and I quote from the clear evidence of wrongdoing. Quote, I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. End quote. The Justice Department, upon learning of that message, didn't ramp up an investigation of the Bidens. Instead, they decided to slow walk any further investigation into that message, and the IRS whistleblower was removed from the case. Politics are heating up in Washington, D.C. Joining us now is Republican strategist and pollster John McLaughlin. John, great to have you back with us here on The Great America Show. Let's start with first your monthly poll out this week, among a lot of other polling that's out. Tell us what you found in your latest survey. Well, I think, uh, first of all, there is a good amount of polling going on right now. And our new polls, brand new, is just out of the field. Uh, we were in the field from the June 15th through the 19th. After the, the you know, the, 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 the Biden, what I say is President Biden crossed the line and indicted his leading political opponent. And we were in the field of a scientific survey of a thousand likely voters across the country as we, as we, uh, do every month. And it was modeled after a 2020 turnout. So there's more Biden voters from 2020 in this than Trump voters. But Donald Trump is leading Joe Biden 49 to 44. And we're not alone. There's a uh, Mark Penn, who was Hillary Clinton's pollster, has uh, uh, the Harvard Harris poll has Trump ahead by six. Mm-hmm. There's a Rasmussen reports poll has Trump ahead of Biden by six. And it's a it's amazing because we, we write about it on our blog where we talk about how basically Biden's great diversion is failing. Because one of the things that I've learned over the years in politics, going back to when I worked for Arthur Finkelstein and different candidates, is a lot of times when you see a scandal coming for your candidate, you try to create a diversion. And uh, Biden's diversion has been indicting Donald Trump because every time the House Republicans decide to... Uh, put out evidence that Biden uh, probably or allegedly took a bribe from foreign countries, even when he was vice president, or the fact that the Biden Penn Center got over $100 million from Hunter Biden's clients that were from communist China, um, or the Burisma bribes when, when he was vice president, where allegedly he got $10 million for him and his son uh, while he was vice president to get a prosecutor fired in Ukraine so that Charisma could go public in the United States. Every time something like that happens, all of a sudden the Biden Justice Department decides they're going to indict somebody. And it just so happens it's the candidate who's beating them in the polls, and that's Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, it's it's amazing because in, in our previous survey, we saw 82 percent 
of all voters were aware of the Biden brag indictment uh, when the Manhattan District Attorney indicted Donald Trump. And in the May 24th survey, when we asked him about the uh, John Durham report that vindicated Donald Trump, said there was nothing to the FBI and Justice Department investigation of Trump's campaign and Russian collusion. Only 55% of the voters were aware of that. And when we asked them about that, the Biden family got these wires that Congressman Comer has proven, only 55% were aware of the money from communist China to the Biden family. And what's interesting about that is if they were aware of the money from communist China to the Biden family, 61% of the voters vote for Donald Trump and only 33% for Biden. If they're in the 45% that is not aware, which, you know, are the clueless citizens that watch CNN or MSNBC, et cetera, um, they vote for Joe Biden 52 to 33. So censorship and this diversion campaign is an important element to the Biden uh political campaign to beat Donald Trump, because if more voters find out about the Biden family corruption, Donald Trump will be elected decisively. And in fact, in that May survey, when we asked them, you know, who they're voting for president in the first ballot, the uninformed ballot, where it wasn't biased, it was Trump 47-43. Then when we told them about uh, that the Biden family took, not the Biden family, but say the Biden Penn Center, uh, where they found those documents, took over $100 million from uh, uh, Hunter Biden's clients. Uh, and, you know, Trump's lead goes to 12 points, 49-37. And this month, uh, in the unbiased ballot, you're seeing Trump going up in spite of the fact that he's been indicted and re-indicted by the Biden administration and their allies. And uh, it's it's the voters. What's good is as the voters get the news, they're not being fooled and they're voting for uh, Donald Trump for president. They're voting for him. They don't like the way the country's going. No. Uh, and the polling with the within the Republican Party, the the hopefuls, there doesn't seem to be there seems to be only one candidate. Right. That's even remotely uh, contesting uh, President Trump's uh, assured uh, nomination, and that's Ron DeSantis. What well, is this just to be expected when you have this many candidates early in the process? No, actually, uh, uh, what's what's surprising about this? First of all, I'd say DeSantis. When you when you look at our poll numbers that we publish every month in January, uh, DeSantis was within 11 points of Donald Trump in the multi-candidate field where he was, Trump was at 42 and DeSantis was at 31. And uh, uh, now uh, DeSantis is at 19 and Trump is at 51. And you've got, uh, you've got uh, uh, Tim Scott, uh, you know, at five and Nikki Haley at five and Mike Pence at around or four, five and, and Haley at four. But, the, but I mean, I mean, DeSantis is losing support. And one-on-one against Trump, uh, in January, when we asked the question, it was Trump 52, DeSantis 40. Now it's Donald Trump 68 to 32. It's not even close. So the more the voters see of DeSantis, the less likely they are going to vote for him because he came in on a false premise. He was saying, I can be Trump without being Trump, or I could do better than Trump. Or uh, and he really had no message other than he and he was saying I can win and he can't. Well, the polls defy that. Trump's ahead. 
Trump's ahead of the national popular vote. We never saw that in 2016. We never saw that in 2020. It was always a battleground state electoral victory that we, we won in 2016 that we were looking to win in 2020. Right now, Donald Trump is out and ahead of the popular vote. Why is Ron DeSantis running? Because the only thing he's doing now is helping Joe Biden because he's running negatives at the leading candidate who's beating Joe Biden. And uh, uh, so DeSantis... I think you're going to see other candidates pop up as DeSantis has stalled. And, uh, and, and, you know, conservatives have gone back to Donald Trump. I mean, when it comes to securing the border, when it comes to growing the economy, when it comes to fighting inflation, when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, restoring law and order. I mean, Donald Trump has all those bona fides because he was a successful president in those regards. And, and, you know, uh, most Republican primary voters think that, you know, there was serious fraud in the election. And, and, uh, right now they're, they're, they're looking for vindication. They're, they're, they're supporting Donald Trump. And the more that Joe Biden tries to stop Donald Trump with these political, uh, persecutions, uh, Donald Trump gets stronger. I mean, I mean, seriously, Joe Biden is trying to make, uh, Donald Trump, the Nelson Mandela of America, where, uh, uh, you know, the Mandela was in prison and he became the most popular person in South Africa and won that election. And Joe Biden is trying to keep his family out of prison by putting Donald Trump in prison. There's no question about the two tier justice uh, system right. or the one party justice system. And that, of course, for the Democrats, this is it's inescapable now. The American public sees what's happening. They put it in their faces. Uh, I I never dreamed it would be this bald, raw, and proximate uh, to the American voter. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this polls uh, in the months uh, or two ahead. Uh, what do you think? Well, I think, I mean, most voters, the majority of Americans we've seen in our polling, where the majority of Americans say that, uh, uh, you know, say that I, I use the phrase, it's a double standard and they reject that double standard where they, where they, they absolutely, uh, see that, uh, you know, I mean, they, they think there's a big difference between the way the Justice Department and the FBI has treated the investigations into Trump versus President Biden, Hunter Biden. And, you know, we've seen in our polling among primary voters, four to five think that, the radical left has weaponized the justice system to prosecute their opponents. But the other part that's more, more visceral, more, more gut level is, you know, they think if you can weaponize the justice system against President Trump, they'll be able to do it to his poli any political opponent. So if it wasn't Donald Trump right now, if some other Republican was ahead, uh, which it'd be tough for them to endure because only Trump could put up with this and have the strength to go through it. Uh, most most voters think that that Biden and, and uh, his corrupt allies would do that. And uh, at the same time, they also think that, you know, with Biden in the White House and using the FBI and the IRS, they could prosecute average people. I mean, they think they could, you know, I mean, they're well aware of the 87,000 IRS agents. They're well aware of, of the misuse of, and the abuse of the FBI. And uh, the average person is afraid of it because you could be uh, prosecuted for your political thought or beliefs, or you could have the IRS coming after you. I mean, they're tracking the banks are tracking every transaction above $600 now. So, uh, um, 
you know, if, if Joe Biden wants to have an armed IRS agent at your house saying you owe them more in taxes, I think if you're a small business owner, or if you're a, you know, heck, a, a waiter or a waitress who took cash tips, you could, you know, people, people think that the, this abuse could go on. It's not just Donald Trump, but the, you know, as Trump says, they're not just out to, you know, to get him, they're out to get us. And, uh, it's, it's an important, issue to look at for the future, particularly this election. I mean, I wish the election was tomorrow because the majority of, of Americans would reelect Donald Trump. Yeah, I think most of us wish it were soon. We're talking with pollster, political strategist John McLaughlin. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these quick messages. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now. We're talking with John McLaughlin. And John, this is a this poll, your monthly poll looks great for President Trump. And I, I just can't imagine how he feels right now. I talked to him. Uh, I talked to him a week ago mm-hmm. with all of the, uh, the incoming that he's dealing with. I thought right. we had seen something when he was being impeached, when the special counsels were announced. Now he has four active trials. He has one pending, still under investigation. And waiting in the wings, we're sure, the Marxist Dems have coordinated another planned legal assault against him. Right. I, I just, this just is incredible to me that he surges in the face of this assault. Right. Maybe because of it. Well, it is because it's people totally, I mean, even in a CNN poll, which kind of skewed against us and every negative question was asked about Trump, nothing about Biden or the Biden family corruption. But in that seven out of 10 voters said they saw the indictment as political. And, and so Biden's crossed the line and, and he's got more coming. I mean, this is probably the most corrupt president we've seen in the history of the United States, more so than Warren Harding, uh, you know, Richard Nixon, who a lot of us liked, but, you know, had to resign because of Watergate. I mean, he didn't do anything near as corrupt as what Joe Biden is alleged to have done, taking millions of dollars from our, not just foreign interests, but our adversaries and enemies. And, uh, you know, the fact that the uh, Russian oligarchs that gave Hunter Biden money were not sanctioned. The fact that, you know, you look at it, who benefited from when Biden surrendered in Afghanistan? It was China. Um, you know, Biden wants to get rid of fossil fuel, gas, cars and trucks. Well, who's going to benefit from electric vehicles? The Chinese that make the batteries. I, it's it's just kind of astounding how how corrupt and how uh 
ill-conceived are his policies because you've got two-thirds of the country saying we're on the wrong track, 67%. You've got 56% of the voters disapproving of Joe Biden, the job he's doing should be higher, except partisan Democrats are hanging with him to some extent. Um, you've got the, say, the economy is going to get worse and not better, uh, 62 to 31. And inflation has negatively impacted 84% of all voters, 44% to the point that they can't afford to meet basic necessities and needs. So, you know, when you look at how, how what the decline of, is going on in the United States and you look at the polls, you know, this is this is a, a this is a, a really important fight, a really important election for the future of the country. And the working men and women of America who are outside the Beltway, who are not part of the D.C. establishment that elected Donald Trump in 2016, look like they're coming back with a vengeance. And Donald Trump, to his credit, is handling all this with poise and dignity. And he is determined. And, you know, his campaign, he's doing things, basic things in the campaign that he wants to win again. And, and, you know, I just have a great deal of respect for his courage and his, his tenacity, but, but it, it's amazing the kind of poise that he's handling this. I mean, his political opponent, Joe Biden has had him booked and fingerprinted and mugshot. I mean, that's, that's what he's doing to his political enemy. Joe Biden is a disgrace that is happening in the United States of America. And it's a disgrace that is happening in our democracy because it threatens each and every one of us. Without question. And your polling is showing the impact of all of that. And the president, it's interesting, his his opponents, particularly within the Republican Party, Bill Barr is eviscerating him uh, every other day. Uh, he is out. Chris Christie is now joined. He makes no bones about it. He's yeah. there to try to destroy Donald Trump. Uh, by the way, that's the purpose of Mike Pompeo as well, because Mike Pompeo is not running, but he is sure glad to go on any kind of left wing television and attack Donald Trump. It's irrational. It is visceral. It is barbaric what they're doing. What is what is behind it? It's the D.C. establishment. If you're I mean, it's it's a clear line. If, if you're part of the Washington establishment, whether it's inside the Republican Party or just, you know, among the Democrats, et cetera, you want to stop Donald Trump because they've been exploiting the working men and women in this country for years now. Uh, you know, Donald Trump is the one who reversed their bad trade deals. I mean, the D.C. establishment gave China most favored nation status. Donald Trump, you know, penalized China with uh, a better trade deal for America with tariffs on uh, Chinese products and goods where they were taking advantage of. So he renegotiated uh, NAFTA. He, he threw out a lot of the other bad trade deals. But, you know, if if you're part of America, where you saw the factories leaving and good paying jobs leaving America and going to foreign countries. Um, these are the guys who profited from it. And if you're profiting from China right now with whether it's uh, high tech products or whether it's, uh, you know, some sort of textile products, et cetera, if you're profiting from that, you have to stop Donald Trump. And, uh, the sad part is we've got people who are willing to sell out Taiwan. I mean, Anthony Blinken, the secretary of state, was over in China with Xi. Biden's too weak to even go meet with him. Blinken was getting a million dollars a year from the Biden Penn Center that the Chinese were funding. And, you know, 
okay, so you indict Trump on classified document, you know, laws that aren't even, we're not even sure if they're being applied right. I'm not a lawyer, but let me tell you, there's a lot of good lawyers that are saying this shouldn't be the case. And, and, you know, and Blinken's over there negotiating with the Chinese. God knows what he's doing, kissing G's butt and, uh, you know, selling out for, from America for Taiwan and selling out our other allies. And, uh, and, and, you know, this corruption has to be exposed and, and basically, you know, the, like I said, the working men and women of America, the people out in the heartland and the Sun Belt, they're being exploited, their savings, their dollar, you know, their, our value of our paychecks are worth less ever since Joe Biden took office. You, you know, you may be making more money, but you can't keep up with inflation. So this is, yeah. it's a disgrace. To that point, people forget until Donald Trump walked into the uh, White House in early in January 20th of uh, 2017, American wages for 30 years had been stagnant. Middle class working men and women and their families were absolutely stiffed by corporate America. They're actually U.S. multinationals uh, and Wall Street which is working just as hard for China as it is for the United States right now. Uh, and once he left, Joe Biden stepped in. We're watching the same thing. The impact of inflation, cutting pay. We're seeing wages uh, stagnate. Uh, it, it is it's a very difficult situation. And the anomaly is the Trump administration for four years, the working man and woman in this country, just as he promised, were benefiting. And as you say, that's why Wall Street and corporate America are scared to death of him and why the Republican establishment, along with the left, are trying to destroy him outright. Right. Right. And you and you wonder if she said, you know, to Blinken, really, I really hope you put, you know, you do what we do in China. You put your political opponents in jail. And, you know, China's opening up a military base in Cuba, right? 90 miles. They could put nuclear weapons in there. And they'll be right within striking distance of Florida. And then you got the Biden administration negotiating with uh, uh, with with Iran again to give the Iranians a deal that they'll get nuclear weapons and they'll threaten our allies and that, you know, they'll threaten the United States and our, and our troops in Europe, et cetera. And, you know, you just you just look at how naive and how corrupt the Biden administration is. And you wonder about the security of the United States and let alone the border. Holy cow. I mean, you can't afford. They're kicking veterans out of hotels, homeless veterans to, to give, you know, free health care, free housing and cell phones to illegal immigrants, people who came here to break the law. And you don't know what country they're from and you don't know what crimes they've committed. And they're shipping them around the United States. And they're in communities all over, and it's just wrong. I mean, law-abiding citizens are being penalized, and lawbreakers are being rewarded. This is—it's just totally perverse. It's—it's it's unbelievable. This is the upside-down world that uh, that Biden, President Biden, has brought us. We're talking with Republican strategist and pollster John McLaughlin. We'll be coming right back after these quick messages. Please stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're back talking with John McLaughlin. And John, again, thanks for being with us here on The Great America Show. We're talking about some of the polling and all of the bad, bad news for 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 Biden and, of course, for the United States. But mainstream media, corporate media, legacy media, the if you will, the propaganda media is not putting those uh, those stories out. The American people are struggling to get the truth. Uh, how is it that? We, you know, we see the Republican Party straining to get a story out. Are they going to have to come up with something new and innovative to get uh, the level of corruption of this administration out uh, to the American people? Or are the American people picking up the story? Well, the important thing is is social media. We have access to that again because they censored, uh, you know, the, the Trump message in the 2020 campaign when Twitter kicked them off. And when Facebook shut us off and Zuckerberg was funding, uh, you know, those those uh, drop boxes, et cetera, with four hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. So you had you had big tech against us. And now, uh, you know, with with at least one House of Congress, we're holding them more accountable and more afraid of us. But in the meantime, Elon Musk has taken over Twitter and put Donald Trump back on and allowed him on. Facebook has allowed him back on. And, uh, you know, neighbor to neighbor. We're getting at that story, although, you know, the, the algorithms are such and the artificial intelligence is such that with Google, et cetera, they try to suppress what we got out there. But enough of it's getting out. It just needs to be more. And, uh, you know, we'll see more evidence of that from, you know, like media research centers doing important work and all this where we're kind of shaming them that they have to carry the story. And the other part of it to it is, you know, a lot of these whether you're a small business or you're a slightly larger business, you're getting hurt by this. And the good part is, you know, when you think about uh, American consumers, I mean, Bud Light has paid a price for what for what they were advocating at a time when people are worried about what their children are seeing and doing and uh, Target, the same thing. And, uh, you know, you're going to see more of that where the American consumer uh, doesn't want to be indoctrinated. They want to they, they want to have control of what you know, with their information, they want to have control of their, uh, you know, their dollars and how they spend it. And, you know, I think you see with the rise of blockchain, where instead of Facebook and these other social media companies selling our information, you're going to see consumers asking them to buy their information because blockchain allows that to happen. So uh, we may see some more democratization of, uh, of our economy through that so that the the average working person gets to 
gets to have more of a say collectively and, and, you know, and tell these big corporations that we know better what's in our interest than they do. Yes. And I really believe that uh, whether it is Anheuser-Busch, the Bud Light uh, boycott, uh, whether it is Target, you name the, the company, they, they're not only being boycotted now, but the boycott is sticking. There is no change. There is no relenting so far uh, in the in these boycotts. They're persisting and they're insistent that the their values be honored and respected by these corporations that aren't used to that kind of consumer. Yeah, and and uh, being a New Yorker who uh, a New York Bronx Irish Catholic kid who. Uh, uh, did not like to see the Dodgers uh, honor an anti-Catholic bigot group. Uh, they've been losing since this. So, so the Dodgers have been losing since they decided to honor anti-Catholic bigotry. So ho- hopefully, you know, maybe there'll be some co- common sense in here, to, you know, at all I levels. Been, you're, you're right about the Dodgers. I mean, the pictures of the empty, empty stadium that day right. were powerful. I, I, is there is there attendance also falling off? Well, the stadium was empty because thousands of Catholics blocked the highway. If you go to Dodger Stadium, right. there's one way in, one way right. out. It's up a hill, and and thousands of Catholics showed up. And it's pretty hard to get Californians out of a car, but they did. They, they <laughs> you had thousands of them there blocking the road, so they couldn't honor those people. Um, because you know, I mean, it's just it's 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 one of those things where. Like I said, the, the average person in America has hit a tipping point where we're be, we're being exploited and we're tired of it. And, uh, yeah. you know, we want our values and we, we want our happiness and we want to be left alone by government and not spied on by the government. And, uh, you know, right now, Donald Trump is our blue collar billionaire who uh, is standing up against them. So uh, so that's what. You know, when you look at what's going on in America right now, you're you're seeing a revolt of the masses against the elites. And, uh, you know, and of course, we were in Boston for the Yankees game uh, Friday night <laughs> oh, and, and Fenway where you've uh-huh. got Black Lives Matter across a big, uh-huh. you know, a big banner over on the left uh, left field. Uh, it's it's a whole different uh, enterprise there in, in good old Boston. I, I love the Red Sox uh, and I love Boston, but they're just a little liberal. Uh, so we, we're looking for some counterpoint, some counterpoint in the in Major League Baseball. We are talking about polling. Let's go to uh, to Trump right now with the evangelicals. A lot of noise uh, a couple of months ago about how the evangelicals were abandoning Trump and going to, for example, DeSantis. Uh, your thoughts and your uh, your polling on that? Oh, it's, it's definitely not true. I mean, we did a poll for the Trump campaign, and, and the Iowa caucus is driven by evangelical Christians because if, if you're a Republican and you're going to go out on a cold January night where there's a blizzard, um, God better tell you to go, but but – Trump is ahead. We had him ahead like uh, uh, in Iowa in the multi-candidate field. We we had him leading, uh, you know, 50, 51 to 19 with Tim Scott was coming up. He was at 9% and Mike Pence was at 6. Nikki Haley was only at 4. And Trump was beating DeSantis 60 to 33 in that uh, 
in that June 12th poll. It was, and, and it, you know, that was, that was a net five point game one-on-one against DeSantis. So Trump is getting stronger with the evangelical vote, particularly where it counts. And what's important about that is the voters can see the hard work by the president and his courageous uh, poise and dignity in the face of these political persecutions. And Christians can relate to this and they, they admire it. And, you know, there's always, there's always a great story about redemption in uh, Christianity. And uh, Donald Trump is, you know, working for redemption right now for our country. And he's getting a lot of support from Christians. So, uh, you know, they recognize he was, the, he, he really has been the most successful pro-life president in the history of our country. Um, his position is like Reagan's where he's pro-life, you know, and he said that before. And uh, I, I, I don't see the erosion. I, I if, if anything, I see a strengthening. Well, I, I, I get a kick out of the the media, the national left wing media. Uh, Jonathan Carl at ABC shocked by the uh, the showing of what was a statistical tie with uh, with Biden after he was indicted. I, I had no idea that Carl was so either uh, earnest or disingenuous as to be shocked by that poll. But that is that is sort of a, a, an exemplary uh, a reaction from from the the left wing media in this country, isn't it? Yes. And we're going to have to start examining some of their polls because they're going back to under polling Republicans, because remember how they said they were wrong in 2016 and 2020 because they couldn't get Trump voters on mm-hmm. on the phone. Well, they didn't try. And now you're getting polls like Quinnipiac where they only have 25. They do. They did like almost 2000 adults, not registered voters, not off a list, random digit dial. Uh, and they didn't screen for them if they were likely to vote. But they only had 25 percent Republicans in the exit polls in in uh, 2020. We were 36. So you just shorted Donald Trump 11 points because he gets over 90 percent of Republican support. So you're going to see bad polls again because. Right now, you go to the real clear politics average. Trump is leading Biden, and you know the honest pollsters are are seeing this. You know this this play out. So, uh, Mr. Carl may get some more shocking in the very near future because the, the the average person is is tired of Joe Biden being president, and more than a little tired of a left wing media uh, that gets shocked so easily. We're uh, we're delighted to have you with us, John. Thanks so much for what has been a great uh, conversation. Uh, John McLaughlin, thanks for being with us. Lou, thank you very much. Keep getting the message out. That's all for us this week. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Here Monday, we'll be taking up China's plans to build a military base in Cuba. Are we headed to another Cuban missile crisis? Our guests are China expert Gordon Chang and Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer. Please join us. Follow me on Truth Social and Twitter at Lou Dobbs. That's at Lou Dobbs. Our website is loudobbs.com. Thanks for being with us. God bless you. May God bless America.